1: Hi guys, welcome back to the Spurred On podcast, and this is a match preview for the Nottingham Forest versus Tottenham Hotspur game on Friday night, eight o'clock kickoff. First and foremost, I think this is going to be a really difficult game. Forest were on a losing streak of four games in a row, putting Steve Cooper under serious pressure. In my opinion, wrongly, he has done an incredible job for that club. He's got them in the in his heart and he clearly shows all the time that he's a good manager with what he did with the England Unders teams, but also getting Nottingham Forest up, keeping them up last season, and having to deal with what is seemingly a kind of endless revolving door of players that the owner puts on him, and managing to shape them into a team that have really good results, especially at home, actually. But anyway, they managed to drag out a draw in their last game at Wolves, and that has seemingly kind of taken the pressure off him at least for a week. But... If Spurs were to do some serious damage to them and turn them over as easily as Fulham did in their previous game, then Cooper would probably be out the door. As I said, in my opinion, completely wrongly he's done an excellent job there but I do think the atmosphere at the city ground on Friday night will be rocking and that will make it a very difficult game for Tottenham Hotspur indeed however do I think we've got the ammunition and the firepower to score a few goals against them yes I do and whether they do to get enough goals to get a draw or a win against us remains to be seen so let's talk about how Forrest are doing this season 16th place in the league at the moment. That is what is putting Steve Cooper under pressure. In my opinion, I'm not quite sure what the owner expects. Yes, they've spent a lot of money, but you can't can't just throw loads of players together and expect it to click straight away. It just never happens. There's no evidence of that ever happening. Look at Chelsea. They've tried to do it, and with players who are far more... um, higher in value, the amount of money that's been spent on them, and potential talent is far higher, and it doesn't knit together. It just doesn't work like that. Forest have won three, drawn five, and lost eight of their games this season. As I said, they've lost four and drawn one of their last five, so they're on a bad run. However, Spurs were also on a bad run, in danger of having lost their last four home games in a row before they decimated Newcastle 4-1 last week so even though we got that win and that will give us a feel-good factor it's not to say that Spurs have been doing really well since the injuries came up and the suspensions in that Chelsea game uh, back a month or so ago Uh, in terms of their last two home games Nottingham Forest have lost both of those to Brighton and to Everton the Everton one not really that bothered about in terms of how that will affect us in tomorrow's game, Tottenham in tomorrow's game. But in terms of Brighton, who look to play a similar kind of style under De Zerby, uh getting the ball down, one and two touch stuff through midfield, and making lots and lots of chances, that could be an interesting one to keep an eye on in terms of could Spurs do a similar thing to Forest uh, at their place. In terms of team news for Nottingham Forest, Serge Aurier is not fit. I have to say, in terms of, uh, you'll, if you're a regular watcher or listener, you'll hear me talk a lot about the kind of script that I feel involves, um, gets involved in Premier League games. And for me, Serge Aurier playing for Forest and having an absolute blinder against Spurs would almost have been a given. So I'm pleased that he's not playing. Their centre half from Brazil, Murillo, is doubtful. He went off with a tight hamstring in the last game. Forest fans really rate him and they definitely want him to be fit. So that remains to be seen. One to keep an eye on. Uh, And then in terms of what they really offer in terms of danger, I'm looking at Anthony Alanga. I'm looking at Morgan Gibbs-White. Excellent players, full of pace and... I don't know what you whether you notice this when you're watching Spurs, but that diagonal ball to wingers is always on against Spurs. I think opposition managers notice that and know that because opposition teams are always playing that ball, and there's so much space down the sides. So there is a possibility that Alango, especially on the wing, and Morgan White, who can uh, Morgan Gibbs, sorry, who can find little spaces in the pocket, and also has decent pace, might be able to get in behind us, and that could cause some trouble. Any of you gambling people, betting people? I think it's a no-brainer, both teams to score, uh, Spurs do concede a fair amount of goals and even against Newcastle where we shouldn't really have conceded having got into our position of 4-0 up, we conceded one at the end with a bit of a lack of concentration, pierre Emile Hoyberg, having just come on made a bad pass, trying to do what he's been told to do though and just told him be brave, he did it, we lost the ball and they scored, so no, sh- no shade against him, he's just doing what he's told but I think it's always likely that Spurs are going to concede at the moment, especially in a game... At the city ground on a Friday night, where it'll be rocking, and the atmosphere will be difficult. To handle but that's not to say that I think we'll lose the other kind of betting thing plus two and a half goals and if I were going to put money on something I'd say Richarlison maybe to continue his goal scoring form having got his first brace with his feet against Newcastle I think we'll make chances for him and uh, maybe the odd header maybe a headed goal for Richarlison in terms of some data the data people are saying is a 42.8% chance that Spurs will win 33% chance Nottingham Forest and 24% for the draw if it was going to be a draw I'd say it would be a high scoring draw 2-2 or 3-3 let me know what you think in the comments what's the score likely to be what is your team prediction for Tottenham Hotspur let me know in the comments I like to reply to all my comments get get people talking and uh, yeah let me know your thoughts I think this could potentially be the second game in a really strong run of games for Tottenham. Obviously, we turned Newcastle over 4 1. I think we played Newcastle at a good time. They were leggy. They had their Milan game in their heads, which unfortunately for them, they also lost and now totally out of Europe, which personally for Tottenham, I don't think will help us. It would have helped us more if Man United and Newcastle had both gone into the Europa League. Then they'd have that Thursday to Sunday thing. But now, Spurs aren't the outlier when it comes to teams who are just playing one game. A week and I think Newcastle and Manchester United will improve as a result and also obviously when it comes to the UEFA coefficient for next season there's been a lot of talk that maybe English clubs would get a fifth place in next year next season's revamped Champions League format but now I'm not so sure about it because of how badly Newcastle and Manchester United did and having them only playing one game a week is going to make it even harder for Spurs to get that top four position but with this run of games we have coming up Uh, Forest away, Everton at home, and then Bournemouth. uh, Sorry, Everton at home, then Brighton away, then Bournemouth at home. If we could pick up, I mean, let's just say, if we could get wins in all of those games, so we're talking, that would be, you know, 15 points on the spin out of 15 that would make up a lot for that terrible run of points We got one one point out of 18 in the last few games And that would allow us to go into the new year when some of our key players van de ven and madison will nearly be fit Hopefully early to mid-january and also there aren't many games in january as well I think it's two league games and a cup game
0: Hey, i'm ryan reynolds at mid mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot
1: And that is when also our players are going off to AFCON and Sonny is going off to the Asian Cup. So if we could lead into that difficult January with few games, but with a lot of players missing, then that could really set us up for when those players are back and to have another kind of charge like we did in our first 10 games moving into February and March. That's what I've got my eye on. But tomorrow night against Forest away in a difficult atmosphere will be key to the possibility of that happening. I think these are all winnable games, but that doesn't mean they are easy games. No way but do I think we can do it under big edge yes I do in terms of Spurs team news and what's going to happen I think the most kind of interesting one will be whether he retains Richarlison at number nine and plays Sonny on the left Sonny made a lot of chances and looked lethal and like he was going to make lots of assists as he always does he's a he's kind of the assist record holder going above uh, Christian Eriksen now for Spurs I would leave him on the left and play Richarlison up front. I think that is the way that we're going to open Nottingham Forest up. But what do you think? Let me know. That would also, of course, allow Deki Kulishevsky to stay in the 10 where I thought he was outstanding. Bit of bad luck, I think, for Gio Lo who's played well recently. But Kulishevsky just looks like a man reborn in that position. And I think he's so much better there than he is on the right wing where he's a little transparent. It's not mean, It doesn't mean he's playing badly on the right wing, on the right side of the forward line, but I think he is more dangerous in the 10. He takes up amazing positions in between the lines and it makes it easy for Saar and Basuma to play those balls into him, get him on the half turn and then him playing the ball out wide and getting him into the box as well. I think maybe Hideki Kulusevski might even score another goal for Spurs against Forrest, if we play him at 10 which I think we will do and that allows Brennan Johnson playing against his former side to play on the right hand side where he is undoubtedly more comfortable he played so much better on the right than he did on the left I say keep it as it is so that would mean the team being Vicario, Pedro Porro, uh, Destiny Odogi, Christian Romero, Ben Davis, Bisuma, Saar and Kulisevski as the three in midfield Johnson on the right, Richarlison on the left, and Hyungmin Son up front. But do let me know in the comments what team would you pick? Would you differ from that? And if so, how and why? Do let me know, and I'll be sure to answer those comments. As I said, I don't think this will be an easy game at all, but I cannot see us not scoring at least a couple of goals at Forest, which would mean for them to beat us, they'd have to score three. And although we're missing Mickey van der Ven, I just think with Romero and Davis and obviously Porro and Destiny doing so well as the inverted um, fullbacks in central midfield, I cannot see us conceding three. So at the very least, a two will draw for me as a prediction. And I'm going to say I think we'll win two or three, one. That is my prediction. What are your predictions? Let me know in the comments below. Guys, thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. Getting so many more views and listens than I expected after just a couple of months of this. Thank you so much for enjoying it. If you're listening to this on one of the podcast platforms, please do come across to YouTube, youtube youtube.com forward slash Barnaby Slater underscore for daily visual spurred on podcast content and vice versa. If you're watching on YouTube, please, it would be so helpful for me for you to go over to uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify give us a little subscribe and a follow so you get that daily content into your podcast inbox and often the podcast goes up a few hours before it comes out on YouTube so if you'd like to have a listen when you're running or driving or walking to work that can be something you get from me. Thanks again and most importantly with a big match tomorrow night, come on you Spurs.